Borough beat Preston with relative ease by four goals to nil. But I'm left wondering, was it because Borough were that good? Or were Preston really that bad? It's the Uruguayan curls one in. What is up guys, Matthew here, welcome back to a midweek episode of Project Borough and uh, I finally defrosted, which is great, it was absolutely Baltic at the Riverside tonight, it was I think 2 degrees, it was freezing, but thankfully the Borough were able to warm up the mood with a 4-0 win over Preston North End and it's a repeat score of last season when Borough beat them 4-0 at our place once again. And I guess you would look at this result and you'd probably think that Borough were absolutely top gear, battered Preston, incredible performance, and it's up there with the Sunderland 4-0 and you know some of the other really amazing performances that we've had this season. But if I'm honest... I think Borough have played better than this and Drew this season. I honestly feel like, and as a Borough fan, I obviously want to just, you know, cover the team in credit and praise. And there are plenty of bits of praise that I'm going to get into and credit throughout the team. Because a lot of the lads who come in tonight for a team and a squad that is battered and bruised with so many injuries. A lot of the lads who come in did very, very well tonight. But I'm sorry, I cannot express how bad Preston North End were. I think they have got to be up there with the worst team we've had at the Riverside this season. And that's not because of how badly they played as much. That's more so, I guess, their league position relative to what I saw out there tonight. You know, they're a team who were in the playoffs they're a team who have had some unbelievable performances and unbelievable results and runs this season, especially to start with. And this was this was Borough's second team, essentially. And it could not have been a more comfortable walk in the park, I guess, for Borough tonight. It, it was quite astonishing, you know, when, when a team was as bad as Preston were. And sometimes, you know, the opposition, the winning team can just outclass... The, the, the losing opposition and you have to hold your hands up and say fair enough we were well beaten but I, I think you've got to look at Preston and if I was a Preston fan I'd be disgusted with their performance if I'm honest and I've already spoke to a few Preston fans on Twitter who have agreed and said that they were not happy with this performance and essentially the story of the game Borough did the job in the first half an hour first half first 45 minutes Pretty much. They got the job done in the first half. You know, they did carve open and craft some wonderful opportunities that were well finished. And you know what? It could have been four or even five in the first half. But it wasn't like Borough were piling Preston under pressure. It wasn't like Borough were absolutely, you know, holding them down and and battering them left, right and centre. Borough were just allowed to play the game they wanted to play. We were allowed space. We were allowed time. We were allowed to... Pass the ball around, play it in the pockets, play it in behind. 
I don't think the boys would have wished for an easier day at the office. And in the second half, may as well, if I'm honest, not existed. I mean, the second half, up until the 94th minute, fourth goal by Bangura, it was as dull of a half of football as you're probably going to see. I mean, we had two chances. Rogers did force a good save out of their keeper. And I think Greenwood had a shot blocked. But Borough were very much in game management mode in the second half and I don't blame them to be honest with you it was just a case of not making any errors and um, and just not getting complacent and allowing Preston any sort of sniff back into the game so let's take a closer look at the performance in the first half and it, it all happened in the first half to be honest and from the get-go Borough seemed up for it you know we made an- another numerous amount of changes I mean there was more injuries to, to more key players, and I'll get onto the Borough 11 a little bit later. But Hackney is the latest to add to the injury list of players who are out. Engel is out after he went off with a knock against Bristol City. Dale Fry was also absent here, so that adds him to the list of players who were injured for Borough. I mean, it is quite incredible. I think on top of that, you've got McGree, you've got Forsh, you've got Lenahan, you've got Smith, two of which are out for the season. It's crazy. It really, really is. But in the first half, Borough did the job, as I say. And some of the goals we created were really, really well-created goals. And the first one come from Isaiah Jones. And uh, you'll see from the highlights, Borough were just allowed to just do their thing, essentially. Preston were just... I don't know if it's naive from Ryan Law. I mean, the setup and the approach was just all wrong. I, I cannot wrap my head around it, but Borough's... Best attacking players were allowed to just pick the ball up in pockets of space, pick the pass, and I've got to tell you, the pass in from Crooks in behind to Jones was was outstanding. It was such a well-created goal, and to his credit, Isaiah Jones finished the first of his two goals very, very well with his left foot into the corner, and this is where things got really strange, because Borough then went on to score from a corner. I was saying, wasn't I, against Bristol City in the last episode at the weekend, Borough are woeful from corners. We never, ever score from them. Well, Preston was so bad, they actually let Borough score from a corner. And uh, it was whipped in by Dan Barlas. It was actually a really good delivery, in fairness. And uh, Rav Vandenberg, who started in the centre of defence today, got his first Borough goal. And I don't know what limb or what part of his body it come off. It sort of he sort of stumbled it over the line, but it was a wonderful you know, it was wonderful seeing Rav get his first goal because he's been so good this season. And to see Borough score from a corner was something that I think's rarer than a solar eclipse, if I'm honest with you. It was unbelievable. I, I couldn't believe my eyes. So that put Borough 2 0 up after the half hour. And even at that point, you know, things were comfortable. But we were on a roll by that point and we just kept picking up the ball. I mean, Preston, all they were doing was just hoofing it long to whoever they had up front and they were trying to, like, get their striker out. I think it might have been Osmajic in maybe in the first half. It might have been Wilkeen. But they were just launching the ball, not really down the channels, just over the top and trying to get their forwards 1v1 with McNair or Vandenberg. And, and they were reading the flight of the ball, the pace of the ball every time, putting in good tackles, retaining possession. And that's all Preston really did, to be honest with you. They didn't trouble Sonny Dieng. And then when we got the ball back... We were allowed to do whatever the hell we wanted with it. And we carved open another beautiful goal. Another one for Isaiah Jones. 
And this again, really well worked. Barlasa was allowed to pick the ball up in their defensive third. No one near him. He was able to play it to Morgan Rogers, who again, unchallenged. And like Crooks, Rogers played a beautiful depth little ball in behind. Another fantastic run by Isaiah Jones. And once again, the finish was absolutely fantastic. And I don't really associate Isaiah Jones being a finisher, but he took both his goals really well tonight. And I thought had a fantastic game. And it gave him so much confidence, you could tell, because he was taking his man on and he was being really creative and skillful. And that's the best version of Isaiah Jones. And the, the sad thing is we don't see it enough. You know, he, he has one he has one of these great games every four or five. And, you know, if he wants to be a top player, I guess when Borough's full-strength team are back, injury-free, whenever that day may be, he will have to raise his game, I feel. But he got a great brace and could have had a hat-trick because literally straight after he was played in and he took a little bit too long and the keeper saved it. So Jones could have had, essentially, a 20-minute hat-trick. But um, we did go in at half-time, 3-0, and it was probably one of the most comfortable halves of football Borough would wish for this season. And as I said, the second half, it was a half of football that happened. I mean... Borough, I think, whether it was in the team talk or not, went into game management mode, game preservation mode. Whether Carrick said to them, you know, listen, we're riddled with injuries, don't overdo it, just ensure you don't make any mistakes, don't do anything silly, don't get complacent, don't allow Preston to root back in, just keep the ball. If we if we create a chance, we do. If we don't, fair enough, just keep the ball out of our net. Or maybe he said to them, listen, Preston are absolutely terrible. Go after them and get more goals. I don't know. But what we saw was Borough playing at a much slower tempo second half. There was a spell where they picked it up when a few of the subs come on. But um, yeah, Borough were just content to keep the ball. Created the odd chance. Nothing too serious. And um, it wasn't until the 94th minute when Borough got their fourth. And it sums up Preston's game, really. Uh, Bangura, who had a pretty good game, I'll say. Obviously, I'll get more into individuals in a bit. Um, cut on to his right foot, his weaker foot, and struck it kind of well. I mean, it was sort of a weak shot, um, and the goalkeeper will be devastated that he's been beaten at his near post there. But it just sums up Preston's evening. It's one to forget for them. Borough added a fourth goal to a pretty mediocre average second half. And it, it won us the game 4-0. And um, you'll see by the match ratings here exactly why Borough won the game and why Preston got absolutely nowhere near. So the Borough team, as I say, was filled with changes and alterations because of the unbelievable number of injuries that we've got right now. So Senny Dieng, thankfully, is still fighting fit and started in goal. We had Bangura on the left, starting for Lucas Engel. McNair was in the centre-back place, as always, but Rav Vandenberg had to tuck into centre-back in place of Dale Fry, who was injured, and that meant because there was then no right-back, Dyke Steele come in as the right-back, because Tommy Smith is, of course, injured. In the middle of midfield, Housen did start, but Barlasser had to come in for the injured Hayden Hackney. And then in the front three, Rogers actually got a start over Sam Greenwood. Crooks and Jones remained in the ten and on the right, and Lati Lath was once again preferred over Josh Corbin. And as you can see, pretty much everyone on the Borough side of things got very good ratings, and everyone on the Preston side got terrible ratings. I mean, seven best got, and he was substituted after 65 minutes. I mean, the Jordan Story got a five. 
Woodman got a 6. Lindsay got a 4.9. I mean, the two forwards didn't even get a 6. I mean, that just says it all about how bad the Preston performances were out there. But as for Borough, listen, Senny Dieng, I just hope he didn't catch frostbite, if I'm honest, because he didn't have a single save to make of note, really. Um, and I, I just hope he kept himself nice and warm during that game because it was absolutely freezing. But a great night, a clean sheet for Senny. Delighted for him. And the back four... I thought did really well. Now listen, they weren't put under any pressure whatsoever, so you can't judge them too much compared to some of the games we've had previous, but I thought Bangura on the left did really well. I think defensively, he's just as good as Engel. I think maybe he's not quite as good going the other way. And there were times in the game where Borough would switch it and there was a big gaping hole on the left-hand side and I'm like, Bangura, get into the space, get forward. The, the space is there for him to run into. I think sometimes maybe he was a bit too hesitant to, to quite advance and, and, and get forward as much as Engel may have done. But say that, he was very good defensively and he got himself a goal. So you can't really have too many arguments with that. McNair, absolutely fantastic once again. And Rav Vandenberg, all I'm going to say, I've said it before, I'll say it again, he's an absolute star. Uh, you know, this is his natural position. We've not seen him play centre-back too often this season, but I tell you what, he's incredible. I mean, I'm delighted he got his goal, but in possession, out of possession, he's he's absolutely amazing. He's really good, he can time a tackle, he's got a little bit of pace about him too. And I've got to say, out of the players Borough signed this summer... He is the gem. He is that bit of gold dust. And I just hope we've got him for at least a long enough period of time because there will be big clubs coming for Rav Vandenberg. I can reassure you that he was fantastic. And Dyke Steele was too. You know what? I, I've always loved Dyke Steele. He's always been a great right back for Borough. And I think he's maybe not had the game time he maybe deserves or, or should be getting under Carrick. I mean, I, I don't quite know, but it's always nice to see Dyke Steele play on the right-hand side, and um, he's very good in a tackle, he's very good in possession, he gets forward too, and I thought he did a great job. The midfield did too, Barlasser and Housen did extremely well, Barlasser, of course, got a wonderful assist for the corner, and, I mean, they were allowed to boss the midfield, they were allowed time and space, and the one thing you don't give Dan Barlasser is time. Literally every team who've gotten the better of, of Borough's midfield, when Barlasser's in it, is because they press him, He's not that great when pressed and put under pressure, but Barlasser was given the time and the freedom tonight to do his thing, and he did his thing. Simple as that. Him and Housen were absolutely fantastic. They bossed it. The front three, behind Lath, I think did really well too. Rogers was absolutely amazing off the left. You know, sometimes he picks a ball up, cuts in. He's such a good ball carrier, brings others into play, and he's one of the Borough signings who, at the start of the season, we questioned, and they're starting to come good now. And, you know, Carrick said, we are going to need these lads at some point, and now is their chance. And a lot of them are starting to really step up, and Rogers is one of them. Jumping quickly to the other side, Isaiah Jones, like I say, had one of his very, very good games. I think a brace is absolutely fantastic for him, and he was a, he was a threat on the right-hand side. Didn't put too many dangerous crosses in, but he was more on the end of chances, as we saw. Could have had a hat-trick, um, and it was one of Isaiah Jones's top performances. And, and we know full well when he's like this, he is one of the best wingers in the league, so I just hope we see a little bit more of this from him. And Matt Crooks. I tell you what, I think Matt Crooks is currently within the best run of form of his Borough career. Honestly, I really, really do. You know, I was really, really sceptical of him being our number 10 
this season. Probably because Akpom set the standard so high last year, but I, I've got to tell you, Crooks, he looks like a different player this season. I mean, his touch, his hold-up play, you know, when he's got his back to someone and he's receiving the ball, he's able to turn them. He's just got something about him. He's not the quickest, but he's he, he's smart, he's strong. He's got the finesse at the moment. I mean, some of the balls he's playing in behind are absolutely perfect. And the link-up with Jones on the right-hand side has always been really good. But I tell you what, Mark Crooks keeps popping up with goals and assists and is in the form, I think, of his Borough career. And long may it continue in my eyes. And then there's Lattelath up front and he's probably the only person in the Borough team outfield who didn't have the best game. I think Lath put himself about, couldn't get into the game and... He was just a yard off it tonight. You know, there were so many times Barlas had put a wonderful ball in for him at one point. If he was on his bike and anticipating it, he would have had a tap-in at the far post. But he was on his heels. He was nowhere near it. There was numerous times where, you know, really good opportunities were being created and Lath just wasn't in the right position. And that that does make you question, is he a poacher? Is he a striker? Does he have the instinct? Does he have the anticipation to finish the chances that a Cameron Archer would, for example? And that's where the question marks come in. With Lath. I think fans are sort of, they know his strengths and what he brings, but I don't think we're convinced he is a lone striker. That's the problem. Um, he, he'd probably be great running off of a Coburn, for example, in a, in a, in a front two, but that's never going to happen in a Carrick team. So, yeah, I don't know what Lath. I feel like certain games we can play to his strengths, others we don't, and he's kind of anonymous. Does that make he's more of a winger? I don't know. I don't know at the minute, but it just strengthens the argument that we need a striker in the in the January window, and and, and all the rumours are suggesting that we are going to go out and get one, which is good to know. Off the bench, Sam Green would come on, did all right, nothing of note. Sammy did okay too. Again, though, they looked really involved, the lads who come on, and looked really neat and tidy. And you know, I, I I wouldn't have had faith in them at the start of the season that they'd be able to come in if we had injuries to step up to the standard. Whereas now. I do have that faith in them, which is great. And then we got some really, really nice, good feel substitutions. So Alex Gilbert, come on, who's not played much this season. He looked pretty good. But Matt Clark, come on. And Matt Clark obviously has been out with a back injury for 18 months. He's worked so hard to get back, rehab everything, you name it. And to see him come on with, you know, 10 minutes to go was absolutely amazing and he fit in like a glove and was absolutely great when he came on. So that was good to see. And then a young lad, Law McCabe, come on. I don't think he got a touch, unfortunately, but it was good to see him come on anyway. Match momentum and stats, I mean, this sort of says it all. Borough, utterly dominant without really doing much, first half especially. Preston did have a five, six, seven minute spell at the start of the second half where I think they maybe come out with a bit more impetus after the halftime team talk and Borough... Maybe we're a little bit slacking at the start. I think they may have had a couple of corners, maybe the odd set play, but they never looked like making anything of it. And as I said, it was probably one of the most comfortable afternoons for Borough. And that is exclaimed even more so in the XG. Borough obviously had the possession, 2.87 XG. Preston's 0.18, which is terrible. They had one shot on target in the second half, which was a weak shot straight into Senny's arms. No big chances for them. We had five. We actually missed two, so it could have been worse for Preston. Dominated possession, accurate passes. I mean, yeah, I can't really say much more 
about how easy this was. And it follows the trend that we always tend to beat Preston at our place. They always tend to beat us at their place. It's it's a strange relationship. But what it does for the table, it does give Borough a little bit of a little bit of ground gained on the playoffs. But obviously a lot of the other teams play tomorrow, so this it's pretty irrelevant really. Um, a lot of the teams who play are above us in fairness, but we can be caught by Blackburn and potentially Bristol City and Sunderland. So we might not actually end up moving up the table very much, but the gap to the playoffs currently is three points. And you know what? Given the position Borough in and the injuries we have, the fact we're playing with a second string squad, I think when we're pulling out results like this, it's only promising signs. You know, when we have our full team with everyone to pick from, I think Michael Carrick's going to have a really, really good headache to have. So that's really positive to see the boys coming in and having such a positive impact. But it's also an important win because, as we know, we've got a very tough run of games coming up now. And I said at the weekend this was a game I felt like we had to win just because the next few could be winless, essentially. You know, we've got a a trip to Leeds away from home, which will be very, very tough. I mean, it would be typical of Borough to go there and win, but I feel like it's a bit like the Leicester game from a few weeks back. It's a free hit. We should go there with no pressure on our shoulders whatsoever. Hope we get a bit of luck, I think, in terms of Leeds and their attack and try and take our chances when we get them. But that will be the toughest away trip of the season. And then you know what? Ipswich and Hull... Ipswich are third, I think. Are they second still? They might still be second. And Hull are into the playoffs now. So they'll be tough. But I back Borough at home to anybody. And I feel Hull aren't quite the same side they are as they are at, the, at home. And Ipswich are starting to not wobble, but just level out a bit, I would say. So that that there's two really good opportunities for Borough to gain points on the teams above them, which could be crucial. I really do believe that. But as for tonight, a fantastic win for the Borough and um, yeah one we needed and one that was a lot more comfortable than I expected uh, but one that I'd like to hope will give us a well needed injection of confidence heading in to some pretty tough games coming up so if you've enjoyed this video please do hit the like button and subscribe if you are watching on YouTube if you are listening on any of the podcast providers then please give me a subscribe and a rating on there as well that would be really really appreciative and do leave me a comment in the section below I also really want to hear from any Preston fans too who were at the game because I I don't want to just you know insult the opposition without much context. I can only sort of judge what I saw in front of me. Um and I what I saw in front of me was a very very poor performance and probably the worst team relative to where they are in the league that I've seen come to Riverside this season. So I'd be very intrigued to see if any Preston fans who attended or watched the game agree or disagree so let me know in the comment section below as well as if you're a Borough fan or a neutral let me know your thoughts as well and I'll be back at the weekend to review our trip to Leeds who are my most how do I say this politely disliked team in the league and it wouldn't be nice to lose to them but my expectations are very much free hit let's see what happens if we lose we lose it's not the end of the world Anything more than a point or a point itself would be absolutely amazing. So we'll see what happens and I will see you guys then. But until then, a big thank you for watching and or listening. And I'll see you all in the next one.